up, party people? You know my sippers and spillers, my essentials, my non-essentials, my movers and my shakers. How are you guys holding up? We holding up good. We holding up good? We are week four of quarantine. We are week four of being non-essentials, and I am sick of it. Can I please be essential? Because I am ready to go back to work. Right. I feel like people are still drinking, so technically we're still essentials. I know, but it's like, why is it that Specs is open? Specs is open. Yeah, because people but bar But bars aren't open. Well, bars, you know, people come to bars, so we can't have that. People come to Specs. Not we, in the same amount of people who come to bars. When I went to Specs, we was not six foot apart. We was on each other like this, and we was getting our alcohol. All right. So welcome back to another messy-ass episode of Sip and Spill, where we create conversations all while sipping sip wine. wine. I go by the name of Thug Motherfucking Sammy. And I'm ambitious, bad, and bougie Teray. Hello. <laughs> My bitch is bad and bougie. <laughs> so, guys, if you haven't already... I feel like I said that wrong. Already. already? If you haven't already. already? If you haven't already. Already, guys. Leave us a five-star rating on Apple Podcast, Spotify, all that shit. Yeah, and um, follow, subscribe, rate, comment, all that good stuff. We need your ratings and we need your love. And we need your commentary. We need it. We need to know what we need to improve on because for all we know, we just bad bitches out here doing the damn thing. And tell y'all, y'all probably like, damn, this is annoying. But y'all ain't telling us. So we don't know. <laughs> so what do we know what to change if y'all don't motherfucking tell, tell us? Tell us if we're annoying. All right. So I have I have a dream to share with you today. Another dream? Okay. Another dream. Okay, we're interpreting another dream. Here okay, so since you're the interpreter, bitch, I'm, uh-huh. I'm going to give you dreams to interpret. So I had a dream. I had a big, giant dick chasing me. Like, okay. it was a humongous warm dick. Is that is that the end of the dream, or was that just... That's just the only part I remember. Okay. I, just, I guess it was the end of the dream, because I woke up right when that happened, and I was getting chased through Houston with a huge, by a huge-ass dick. Okay. So, what I interpret by that dream... the dick had, mouth, had a mouth, too. Okay. So, what I interpret by this dream is, because we already talked about how you feel about relationships. Mm-hmm. So, in my opinion, I think that you see sex as a tool as men trying to get to you when you're not trying to open up to it yet. Am I kind of correct? Is it interpreting kind of ringing I true? I feel like it means I need to get some dick. I don't think a dick chasing you around <laughs> Houston. A dick chasing you around Houston is not. Is not it's what a I sign interpret. that I need what, penis. What mama interprets, she's interpreting that. Sex is not what you need right now. Because okay. you were running away from it. I was running so from the dick. So you were scared of it. I was scared of the dick. So that means like sex is not what you need. You need bonds. You need relationships. You need interpersonal interactions. That's yes, what ma'am. mama's interpreting right now. Yes, ma'am. Okay. All right. So let's get into some fun facts. Fun facts. So my fun fact today is <laughs> my favorite movie is The Breakfast Club. Ew, really? That's my favorite movie. I've never seen The Breakfast Club. I love that movie. Really? The Breakfast Club. Is what is it even about? I think, isn't it about the people that were all in detention together that would never? It's about five people. Okay. From Go five ahead. different walks of life. You better tell us, You bitch. know, you have the nerd. You have the cheerleader. You have the jock. You have the uh, basket case. Uh, you have the, uh, I think that was, there's one more. Fuck. There was one, one more. There was one more of them <laughs> niggas. And, uh, and they all end up, they have to write this letter. Mm-hmm. About why they're in detention, and they all find out they have more in common than they think, and it's like two people who never thought they'll be friends is actually friends. It, it, that's not cute to you? I think it's cute. Yeah. I just, but you know, it's crazy because I always tell my man like if it was made in like the '90s or 
before that. That'll probably have a black person in it. No, I'm just saying, 90s or before, I don't want to watch it. Because I'm really big on graphics. I like watching shit blow up. And I like seeing, like, the animation people's face. So, you know, like, The Incredibles and how they did that shit and made it look so fucking real. I'm really big on graphics. So, if it's really old and it's not going to take away my black card for if I don't know it, I'm not going to watch that shit. But that movie has nothing to do with violence it's just about i know but i'm just saying graphics in general like like watching new jack city made me cringe because i'm just like now if this movie was made now that shit would look way fucking better I graphically see. wise yeah Cause i don't like seeing like i'm like nigga that look like fake blood like i just like the graphics of how you know cameras be hitting and how we moving and the 90s or 80s they just didn't hit it for me so okay that's why i would probably never watch it <laughs> but that's amazing yeah. Yeah. That's your fun fact. So my fun fact is, even though we all know at the core of my heart, I am a hood nigga. I have to keep reminding y'all because I think you guys forget. If you have to keep reminding them, maybe because it's not true. It is true. I'm just saying because if you have to keep telling people you a real nigga, <laughs> maybe you're not a real nigga. A real hood <laughs> nigga. Give a fuck about a bitch. Okay, but um, no. So we all know that you know I'm here for the shit. I'm yeah. always here for the shit. But my favorite genre of music is actually pop music. I'm not at all surprised by that. The thing is, I love pop music because it's so happy. And I like happy shit. Like, I'm one of those people that I keep saying, if it gives me good energy, it gives me good vibes, I'm here for it. Because I'm just like, with pop music, they'll be saying some really kind of fucked up shit or some sad shit sometimes. Because I remember I was listening to this one song, and she was talking about... Listen, I can get a little undrunk, so I can unfuck you. Five in the morning, I can unlove you. Okay, I feel that. Some okay. things, I know, but she's saying it so fucking happy, and I'm like, yes, bitch. Yes, bitch. Right. I feel that. But if you hear that in an R&B song or another type of genre song, you feel, you like, you like, damn, that hit different, because you know R&B makes you want to fall in love. Yeah. Country music makes you sad as fuck for no reason, mm-hmm. because just how it sounds, sounds sad. And pop music, whatever the fuck they're saying... It sounds good. You could talk about sex, a breakup, suicide, and it all sounds good. Can you remember that one song? All the other kids with them popped up kicks. You better run, better yeah. run. Fast from my gun. He's talking about a school shooting. Right. But because how happy it is, people miss the fucking message of the song. Right. That's what I'm saying. So pop music is happy, and it makes you like, it still makes you get the feels, but you kind of dismiss the feels sometimes because it's like, it's so goddamn happy. So you're telling me if I want to let everyone know I'm about to blow this bitch up, just say in a pop song, mm-hmm. and they won't know I'm about to blow this exactly. bitch up. Exactly. We're going to be dancing to this shit, even actually disregarding <laughs> the fact that you say you're going to blow this bitch up. And we'll be like... <laughs> <laughs> All right. We're going to talk about the wine. It's a 2017 Miami Pina Noir. I love Pina Noir. Uh, I like this one. I, the reason why I got this wine, because when I used to work at um, this Italian restaurant back in the day, they had this wine, and it was like $30 for a glass. So I'm like, this wine must be good because it's $30 for a glass. It was actually an $18 bottle. So I'm like, mm. She said, treat ourselves today. We're, we're going to treat ourselves today because we were going through some hard times. So the flavor profile for this drink, it's a Soraya. What do I call it? This drink, this wine. <laughs> I'm holding it, it up and showing It is a drink because we're going to drink this shit. <laughs> So y'all can see how beautiful this bottle is. Uh, it's a Soraya, which it has three different grapes po- uh, grapes in it. So it's a dark plum, a bright cherry red, and a cranberry. Uh, the flavor profile for this wine is a bright strawberry, mocha, and vanilla. I like mocha. I vanilla, I'm not so I, sure. I don't know how that even goes together. Strawberry, mocha, made, vanilla. Because, you know, mocha and vanilla sound really, like, I think, Hispanic to me. Because I... 
think when I remember when I was telling people I was going to Cancun, they were like, get some vanilla when you go. Get some vanilla when you go. So I didn't look up where it was made. I'm sorry. But uh, it's best paired with a fine-ass man, <laughs> steak, okay. lamb, and pork chops. I hope it's dry. I really like dry wines. I don't know what it is. I was... um. I, like, I hope it's worth that $3 they're paying for per glass. I remember I was like, I was saying, I was like, every time that I bring a wine, I think I bring a dry wine. I think, and then you always bring like a sweeter wine. Yeah. We probably. always do that. I don't know why we always do that. I think it's because our preference is you like sweet shit, and I'm like, I like that. I want to hit my chest. <laughs> I, do, I don't know what it is. Like, cause you know, I drink Hennessy. So I'm like, I'm like, if it got like some, mm, I love it. All right. Let's try it. Let's have a taste, a toast to another messy ass episode of Sip and Spill. It. You know what? It's not super dry, but it, yeah, it's not sweet. Super sweet. It's it like has a middleman. Perfect. Middle I man. think we're gonna start drinking a lot of Pinot Noirs. But the one I told you about, my nigga, when I bring that shit in, we're about to be off our ass. What's the alcohol content of this? Thirteen point seven. Ooh. So we got a whole hour to drink this bottle and get lit. I hope we have a good. I hope I see stars at the end of this episode. That's I the goal. Want to get lit. <laughs> That's the whole point. Right. Time for some tea time. Tea time. All right. So, Boosie motherfucking badass. Yes. It's talking about starting to OnlyFans, which honestly, I don't, I feel like there's nothing wrong with doing OnlyFans. Because OnlyFans isn't mostly just porn or nudes. Like, I feel like people associate OnlyFans with women. That's what I associate it with because all these bitches be like, if you got some free time, if you bored. Like get my OnlyFans. I'm like, bitch. Why do I want to pay you for shit that I got? I got a pussy. Right. I. I only, so why? OnlyFans is of course there's a part of it that is for selling news, but there's just just little one person I know who sells pitch, pictures of them or videos of them cooking. Oh wow. So yeah, they're cooking in our OnlyFans. It's just for content creators. It's like a Patreon. It's for your select few. People audience that can get more of you. Can I sell foot pictures? You can sell feet pictures. There's actually a girl I know that made four thousand seven hundred dollars selling. Feet can pictures. I make four thousand and seven hundred? Four thousand seven hundred dollars selling my foot pictures. You can, but not during this quarantine because I ain't got a pedicure yet, and I'm over here feeling it. I'm like, I did just call myself bad and bougie, and I'm feeling. I have about three toenails still painted, y'all. <laughs> I decided to shave my pussy today because my I have a wolf pussy right now. Well, I no longer have a wolf pussy, but I had a wolf pussy when I woke yeah, up. Yeah, I'm morning. three weeks not having a wax, and I'm like really like desperate. I'm like, who doing waxes at y'all? So I know y'all need this motherfucking money. Like, it's bad. Uh, nails not done. Uh, I got my nails done. I can't. I can't. Toes really. not done. Uh, hair. The only reason my hair is done because you did it yourself. Because I did it myself. And the only reason why I got this wig is because I got it before the quarantine because i'm actually gonna probably have a different hairstyle next week y'all so stay tuned because i'm trying to get you're some passion changing twist. the wig already i want to get some passion i'm one of those bitches that like to change my hair is every it two the passion weeks. twist that y'all posted mm-hmm. on okay when i saw that i wanted those two those are like, so cute they look so cute you know we can actually probably do like a twin type of style because i'm gonna show you a picture of it y'all don't mind us because it's probably gonna happen in like two seconds it's like somebody had like a full head of um passion twist and the other person just had a ponytail like yeah. they had the flat twist remember i sent you that video actually yeah flat twist and then the ponytail was just that so maybe we can do like a little twin style yeah i saw and that but like but i just look it took me two days to. i can't take these braids i think already. i think you did two days because it was two days of like let me stop let me restart <laughs> it wasn't like a full two days you right. got these people out here thinking you took a whole fucking 48 hours. I didn't. But you know what's been going on longer than 48 hours? I'm sorry, y'all. I'm so such a side note. But I've been watching Money Heist, y'all. 
And that shit, do you have Netflix? Yeah, of course. Bitch, have you seen Money Heist? I'm not watching it yet. Okay. She was talking about Ozark. I'm talking about Money Heist. Yeah, but, I'm watching Ozark right now. Okay, y'all. Money Heist got my anxiety on 20. Because already, in general, my anxiety is already at like 10 waking up. I don't know why I'm always on 10, but Sammy always is like, damn, bitch, like, can you ever just calm down? I'm like, no, bitch, because the world is out to get me. I always be saying something is out to get me. Some type of conspiracy, some type of person, something's out to get me. So I think Ami is crazy, y'all. I might be, and I tell my friends. What did I get myself into? I tell them, I'm like, maybe I'm putting y'all on this little cuckoo train that I'm on. Because, you know, I looked up that lady that you told me about, and I found out that she don't even work in the hospital. She works at Lowe's. You know what? I'm here for that cuckoo crazy shit, bitch, because I believe you. You got me to believe you, and believe. trust me, I do research on top of research. That's why when I keep saying certain shit is a conspiracy, and I post it, and y'all think I'm crazy, y'all can keep thinking I'm crazy. That well, was definitely a conspiracy, because one, it's a conspiracy. she doesn't even work at a hospital. She works at Lowe's. Mm. I found her Facebook. Mm. I think the Her name is pro- Crystal North. Guess what? The government is probably setting that bitch up. She probably giving us jewels, and they was like, nah, let's discredit her. And they had to do her YouTube trust video. So, my I, FBI, FBI agent that's looking after me, I know if I die, it's because y'all listening to me. So, like I said, I'm watching Money Heist, and my anxiety's on 20, because it's such a suspense. I'm in season two, mm-hmm. and they're still talking about the same heist that happened since episode one. So I'm like 18 episodes in, and they're talking about the same shit, and I'm still just as into it. So it's like fun jewels to drop. Y'all should watch that shit. It's I fun. heard Money Heist was really good. It's good as fuck. Uh, I'm just I'm just not gonna watch it right now because I'm waiting for to finish the Ozark, and then I watch it. The only it. thing I can say I don't like about Ozark it was actually shot in Spanish. Ozark was shot in Spanish. No, no, no. Um, Money Heist was shot in Spanish. It's a Spanish show. Yes. Yeah. But so they have like a English voiceover that sometimes doesn't match with their like their voice completely. But the acting yeah, is so impeccable that I'm just like fuck it, fuck it. I love it. You just got to read the subtitles. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay, so back to OnlyFans. <laughs> Honestly, if... Would I create an OnlyFans page? No. Have I thought about it? Fuck yes. Because, like, if I can make money off of posting bikini pictures, why the fuck not? I post I mean, it on Instagram that, for I mean, free. I'm saying people do it on Instagram and get paid for that shit. Yeah. So, you know what? It's not only for one social network. So, to me, if I can make my, if my quarantine gets so hard that I got to start getting on OnlyFans, I don't give a fuck. There was actually, and, like, a 90% like hike of people making OnlyFans page during quarantine. And I'm like, fuck yeah, do what you gotta do. And I'm here for it. But the thing is, can you afford having OnlyFans when you're not working? Like, you can afford to make one, but the other people gotta be the essential workers that are out here. They gotta give you their money. Right. And that's another thing. Getting people to spend money when they know they're not making money is another thing. So, kudos to you and the courage that you have. It's not me yet, but if I do start selling foot pictures, y'all better fucking buy them. Desperate time comes for desperate measures. So, if you wanna sell your titty, girl, sell your titty. If you wanna sell your dick, nigga, sell your dick. Don't sell your dick. Why not? Why can't I sell the dick? Sammy's getting chased by dicks and she's not even ready for it. So, Sell your dick, nigga. Sell your dick, nigga. <laughs> Sell that shit. Also, did you know? I don't know why this bitch keep doing it to herself, but um, Black China, she is charging people two hundred and fifty dollars for a follow back. You know, I believe she's at every bit of the crackhead Rob Kardashian says she is. I believe it. I believe that bitch a crackhead because only a crackhead would be like, let me charge people, people for me to not- follow them back, <laughs> and then she's charging. 
$950 for a FaceTime call with her. With She said, you can even do installment payments. I saw on the bottom, it said installment payments. Who, and, okay, what are y'all saying on this FaceTime? Are you showing me your titties? Because, you know, we ain't been in this fucking strip club in a minute. So people probably miss the strip club. I so, got quarantine ready for that shit. Okay, so I'm saying, so if, if you, if you selling club. pussy by FaceTime, I'm gonna screen record that shit and I'm gonna post it on my fucking shit and I'm gonna make money off of you, make money off of me. Yeah. It's like it's full circle. So if I'm you gonna make money off of me, I'm gonna make money off of you. So I was telling Sammy, I said the only people that are probably doing that shit are people that are living for the gram and that want to show that they like flashy. But I mean, if she over here posting on her website that she's doing that shit, you will lame like every fucking body else. You know, some she gotta pay that Lamborghini car note. Shit you know, expensive. she got to pay that car note, sis. The, the bills ain't stopping for nobody. So if she got to sure sell a follow or sell a FaceTime call, I mean, bitch. Bitch, pay me the fucking if FaceTime, If you were to pay me $1,000 to FaceTime me, I'm going to show you just a little sign. Who am I to say no? Who am I to say no? If a nigga want to pay you one k for that shit, why say no? And niggas will do that shit. And niggas so... will do that shit because niggas is horny. Mm. Okay, y'all are the weakest link. Dead. Goodbye. She did. She used to be saying, "You are the weakest." Like I'm like, bitch. Goodbye. I, see, I said, "You look like a lesbian in a fucking Hillary Clinton suit." Leave me alone. I feel like I'm just getting brighter and brighter when it I, comes to these episodes. Yeah, I haven't seen sun in forever. Girl, I don't know, cause I'll be out here in the sun and the sun catching all this melanin. Uh, I I miss being outside. I miss the streets. Bitch, I be in the streets. Even though the streets is closed, people be like, where are you going? I'm like, to my friend's house. What do you mean? Where are you going, my motherfucker? <laughs> like, everybody's like, you can't go nowhere outside clothes. I said, outside's closed to you. <laughs> outside's not closed for me. Like, I'm like, I'm like, I might not be essential worker, but bitch, I'm essential. Like, niggas gotta see my ass. <laughs> I'm essential. <laughs> <laughs> No, she's not. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> Waka t- and Tammy Flocka. You think her last name's Flocka? I hope it is, because I think that's just a fucking vibe. What, what if her last name's Flocka? If it is, <laughs> like, Tammy take Flocka. it. Because I don't even know Waka Flocka's name. No matter, no matter how many times I've been on Google, I don't think I've ever looked at his name. Let me look up his name right Who now. Who cares to look up what Waka Flocka's real name is? I do. But anyways, about Waka Flocka, I saw this video of him saying to Tammy that cheating on her made her a stronger, better woman. And that it was actually... Joaquin James. His name is Joaquin? Joaquin. So I would definitely go by Waka Flocka too. Isn't that... That's someone else's name. Joaquin? I'm, thinking, I'm thinking of... Yeah, that's that nigga's name from... Uh, that, that played the nigga from Joker. Isn't his real name Joaquin? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Something like that. Yeah, it yeah. is something like that. His <laughs> name is something like that. The one play Joker. Yeah. yeah. Joaquin Phoenix or something like that. That's what they, they got the same name. They do have the same exact name. It's spelled the same. Woo! Walker and him so got the same just name. Just like it goes to show. Race don't care about no fucking name. Uh, like Joaquin. Joaquin. Yeah, Joaquin. Your name Joaquin. Your name Joaquin. <laughs> you the Phoenix or the Flocka? <laughs> But yeah, so he was trying to convince Tammy that cheating on her was a good thing. Maybe it did make her make it and a good it made thing. Made her better, stronger, and all that stuff. So what do you think about that? I personally think that it probably did. I'm not one of those people that think that cheating. So you just told people that cheating makes you a better person. I don't think that cheating <laughs> makes you a better person, but cheating makes you a stronger person. It, t- it tells you what you can put up with. Okay. It tells you like how strong you are. Cheating has nothing to do with who you are as a person to that relationship. It's everything about what the other person lacks. The mm-hmm. person that cheats is the one that's in the problem, not you. But I think so many times that 
the person that gets cheated on, they think they're the problem when you did absolutely nothing wrong. You are bringing more to the table. Did they do? Sometimes. Okay. You know, sometimes people, now, I'm not saying anyone deserves to get cheated Nobody on. Nobody deserves to be cheated on. But I feel like there's sometimes people cheat because of lack of what's going on in their relationship. So not that they're forced to cheat. I'm not saying it's okay and I'm yes, not condoning I'm saying, it. I'm saying yes and no, but yeah. also it can go with someone might be insecure about something. Yeah. And if they're insecure about the attention that their partner's giving them, and this has probably nothing to do with them, like, say their partner just works a lot. Yeah. And so you just feel insecure, like, damn, like, we was always together, and now we not together all the time. That would probably cause somebody to cheat. And guess what? That has nothing to do with their partner, because their partner's on their shit. Yeah. Their partner's, I'm working, I'm trying to make a better shit for us, so I ain't got to work in two fucking years. Right. So I can give you all the time I need. But people get conditioned to what they're used to, and they get impatient, and then they start doing dumb shit. So... If you getting cheated on and you're the one that stays, you're a strong motherfucker. That's all I got to say to you. You are strong. And no one is blaming you and no one's judging you because guess what? That shit is hard. It's hard. Yeah. But it's not a thing that doesn't happen. Yeah. So to say that cheating doesn't happen and saying that, but also to say that cheating has to happen for you to have a successful relationship is kind of trash too. <laughs> so that's all, that's also, trash. also just whatever happens in your relationship is all monetary to what you and your partner are going through. Yeah. And as long as you know and outside factors don't affect how you feel about what's going on next, you're winning. Because guess what? So you do agree cheating made her a stronger, better person. I think so. Because she's, <laughs> she bossed up. She yeah. like started worrying about herself. She started doing shit that's for Tammy. Mm-hmm. What's going to make Tammy move and shake? Then she got a sam- swimsuit line. Then she got a fucking second house. Yeah. She started doing shit that benefits her. Yeah. And she said, Walker, if you want me, you're going to fall in line because you're <laughs> right. the one that fucked up. I didn't fuck up. Right. So it made her stronger because she, because you know, sometimes when it comes to weakness, people are like, oh, you don't like me. What do you want me to change? She didn't change anything about her. She just bossed the fuck up. Yeah. So it made you better. Good job, fucking Tammy. Right, but you're not saying that cheating is good to make someone better. It's not. Sure. It's not a it good just thing. Hap- it just happened, it just happened to, to make her, her better. better. It did right. make her better. So if you become, if you come out of the other side of a cheat, better, better, bigger. congratulations, yeah. congratulations, because then it's like really not your loss; it's their loss because you're gonna finally figure out you're too good for this shit. Yeah. So, uh, well, for Tammy, of course, cheating isn't a deal breaker. It's not. But for other people, everyone has their own deal breakers, breakers. whether it's relationship-wise, mm-hmm. business business relationship, family, friends, work relationships. Mm-hmm. Everyone has something They're, they won't yeah. put up with. What is a time in your life where mm-hmm. you just had to, like, cut that bitch off? I ain't fucking with this shit no more. It's just, it's over. <laughs> I have a very specific story because every time I think about someone I cut off that I have no business cutting off, this also goes back to the core root of how I felt about myself too. So that's another reason why it bothered me. But um, anyone that knows me knows I'm super sensitive. Like everyone that like, yeah. I'm sensitive as fuck. I, <laughs> I am. Like, did you look at me wrong? Like, bitch, what? You didn't, you didn't say this curl was in place with all the rest of the curls? Like, I'm gonna get offended. I am very sensitive. So, this is when I was graduating from college. I had a friend. We were friends for maybe all of maybe a year. We were like, we were thick as thieves. When I say me and this bitch would hang out all the time, we would hang out every fucking day. This one was in my own apartment. And, like, she she had a key to my apartment. That's how close of friends we were. We were close as fuck. So, the day of my graduation, they came up to PV. They were there for my, like, it was her, Kai, my friend Capri, and... My family, they were all there for um, my graduation. And then after my graduation, I had a graduation party. And so I went to my mom's house after the graduation to help set up with everything X, Y, and Z. Because you know when you're graduating from college, it's like a crazy fucking deal. Everyone wants to have this set up, have this set up. 
So I went. I was setting something up. I don't remember what happened. That's even crazier. It's like it was two two or three years ago. Yeah, it was two years ago. I don't remember exactly what happened, but me and my mother got in an argument, and she put me in such a pissy-ass mood. So one of the deal breakers for my my family happened, mm -hmm. and I took it out on my friend because my party was supposed to start at 8 o'clock. But when 8 o'clock came, I wasn't at the party. And she was texting me like, hey, where are you at? Like, are you going to go to your party? And I was like, no, I'm not going right now. I don't feel like it. And she was like, well, I have to work tomorrow, so I need to know. And I was like, you'll be fine. Just go. And then she's like, well, I have to wake up in the morning. I don't want to have to deal with this, blah, blah, blah. And so it was more of like our communication style was different. And so I was being a bitch. I was being a brat. I was being everything that I hate people being to me. I was being to her. And we got in an argument in a group chat with five other people. Oh, my God. So that's what, that's what makes it even worse. Because, wow. And because to me, my issues were with my mom, but I took it out on her. Yeah. So my deal breaker is with me with fr when it comes to friends is a lack of understanding. I hate when people don't understand where I'm coming from. And it had nothing to do with her, but because I'm so prideful and so in my head about how I treated her, because I know I was wrong. I was fucking wrong. But because I'm like, bitch, this is my graduation. Fuck everything else. I'm bad and bougie. Bitch, fuck that. And I had, it was, it was, it was probably more of a deal breaker for her. So I can say I cut her off. Maybe she cut me off because she was like, you didn't know how to handle me when you were dealing with shit that had nothing to do with me. You were treating me like I was a problem when right, I she really, wasn't the problem. when I was really just trying to get there and support you, and I didn't support you like me. And because she didn't come to my party, that's why I never talked to her again. Even though she came to my graduation at I think it was like eleven o'clock in the morning. Yeah, it was eleven o'clock in the morning. Like, cause PB had an outside fucking graduation. I think you owe this girl an apology. I no, I do, I do. Two years later, I understand. I I owe her an apology. But the way that my pride is set up... I think you should give her one. I will. I think I will, eventually. Because it's like... You know me. I always go through my five stages of grief, bitch. It's always <laughs> denial, then acceptance. And then, you know, so I always go through all of them. But it's like, still, the biggest underlying thing is my pride. And we always that talk about... That pride would get you, because that pride gets me. And you, and you know, we always be talking about, niggas got so much fucking pride. We have probably... We got pride, too. We got too. Just, just as much. So to me, Girl, it's like... Girl, especially when... I feel like... It, especially when you're African, like our pride is it's just so like real. another it is level. It's so real, and yes, even if I'm African American, American African, whatever y'all want to say about me, because I'm first generation, I got some really strong pride. Because y'all don't understand, I always have this idea in my head. I went a whole year plus without talking to my mom. Do you think I don't have to? I won't cut you off, nigga. I will cut niggas off like left and right, and that's my toxic trait, which we'll talk about in another fucking episode. But. Yeah. We'll let that blow over our we'll heads. We'll let it go over our heads, but yeah. So, Samira, if you are listening, if you're not listening, if you'll listen one day, I apologize to you. And I will give you a personal apology because I was wrong. I was probably your deal breaker when I was acting like you were the problem when I was probably the problem. So I'm so glad you apologized to her, and hopefully she sees it. I hope so one day, and bitch. maybe <laughs> hopefully you give her a personal apology, because honestly, I think she deserves mine. I, I, I think she does, too. But yeah. that's so crazy. Me talking about my deal breaker was actually like, damn, bitch, I was the one that was wrong. You <laughs> but I told you, remember when we were talking about the messy episode? I'm like, bitch, are you not the problem? No, fuck them bitches. <laughs> I'm never the problem. <laughs> this time you were the problem. So what was your situation where you felt like you had to cut somebody off because it was a deal breaker? Okay, I recently had to cut someone off and it's so weird when people like randomly ask me about this person because we were friends for like a very yeah. very long time 
and it's someone that I hold like near and dear to my heart. But like once I cut this person off, it was just like, fuck it. Like it was, it was cut off. And like, I was so like, cold. And to me, I was just like, bitch, don't act like that. You know, it's like, yeah, you try to tell me so many times it really wasn't and the thing over. Is, it's, it's so crazy to me because it's like when it's me, I'm like nah. But when it's somebody else, I'm like, bitch, what are you doing? <laughs> like, look at what you're doing. And you, and then it's the Sammy. I said what I said. <laughs> It's it's over. It's okay, it's okay. But it's I mean, like all the things that were leading up to the cutoff was like big things. Yeah. And like people from outside don't really know what was going on. So when y'all just see me immediately stop being friends with someone. We think you're crazy. And that I was also doing a podcast with this person. This person was the one I was doing it before. And it was just like I had to cut this person off. I'm not gonna go into detail like why it happened okay, because so, it's really no one's business. Okay, so the deal breaker was to like the, no, the, trans, the trans, deal breaker the, was deal disrespect. Breaker. Yeah, it was just constant disrespect. And I feel like if you're friends with someone, there's no reason to disrespect your friend. Yeah. And I felt like I was. And if disrespect- you are, at least be mindful yeah. of you being respectful. Exactly, and ex- exactly. If I'm gonna come to you later and say, "Hey, this hurt my feelings." I need you to, to recognize uh, that it hurts. To recognize it as my friend, to recognize, not to blow it off and tell me I'm being dramatic or is I'm doing too much. And that's because- crazy because I can see myself and her because I'm probably that person to other people because sometimes I don't think that I'm wrong when sometimes I am wrong. It took me two years to say I was probably the toxic person. And sometimes because things do hurt my feelings, I try to act out and act like I'm the tough I try to act like I'm the hood nigga I'm trying to act like I don't have any feelings and that's my problem sometimes I'm not vulnerable enough with my friends to let down that wall and be like this hurt my feelings so instead of selling them it hurts my feelings I'm a bitch and I'm like maybe that's exactly what happened but I'm just saying I'm at the but at the, at the yeah, expense you yeah, lose your friend friendship. yeah so and it's it not really worth, it. worth it it's never worth it so it was just it was just not worth it anymore for me to be friends with this person because I was no longer happy in the relationship. I just felt like it was too much. Yeah. So that was definitely a deal breaker for me. And I had to cut this person off. And it hurt because I was friends with this person since middle school. But after a while, I feel like me, I'm the person is, you know who I am. Yeah. I will cut you off in an instant and will never talk to you mm-hmm. again and don't look back at it. Because I know for me to get to that point... It has to be a lot. It had to be a lot. Especially with, with niggas. It don't take a lot to get it to that It don't take point. a lot with niggas. I will cut you off and never talk to you again for I know, some but petty your, shit. But with your friends, it's like a whole different story. It's yes. like you try to hold that shit dear and dear. You hold so that like, shit dear I'm like, dear. you know shit that my nigga don't know, bitch. I love you. I can love we, you. Can we, can, we be, can we be bad boys for life? Like, can exactly. we ride or die? Like, I actually love you. I, and to this day, I love this person. I will never stop loving this person. But, sometimes bitch, loving someone you did some is fucked up shit. Yeah, so loving you is not enough. It's not enough. So, it's no like hate or bad blood or anything. It's just this person was no longer needed to be my friend, and there's some things that happened behind scenes, and it's just it is what it is. Okay. So, well, that happens to all of us. I so. have to cut up, cut up no. a best friend. <laughs> and then to cut that bitch out. I mean, it was cut something to cut out. that bitch off. Cut that bi- I mean, I'm just the song was relevant. Okay, <laughs> shit. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't relate. It was something to cut that bitch okay, off. So I had to cut that bitch off. Okay, for okay, so senses of family. What do you consider a deal breaker? Because we always oh, family's hard because it will take me a lot to cut a family. Uh, and not me, not you. I remember there was a time where me and my cousin weren't talking for a little bit over something that was so stupid. Mm-hmm. I have no idea why me and her weren't talking. I don't even remember what happened, but 
we eventually like got cool again because at the end of the day it's family. It's so family. I don't know if there's like really a deal breaker with families. I guess like if they start stealing from you, mm. <laughs> that might be I ain't a never deal had breaker. no crackheads in my family, so you know? yet. But that um... might be a deal breaker. But for me, I really don't have a deal breaker for family because I still talk to my father. So yeah, family's different. Um, my deal breaker with family is like I guess my root of everything is disrespect because I guess when my feelings are hurt, it it turn it feels like I'm being disrespected. So with family, it's more of like, because I feel more than anyone else, y'all know me, so why are y'all trying to play me? Yeah, not for me. Being disrespected by, my, by a family member is nah, not a joke. I'm, I'm ready to fucking fight family over disrespect, honestly, because I'm just Ooh, like... You die by your pride. Right. <laughs> that's your pride. No, it's just, I'm a, th- that's just how I was built. That's how I was made. And another thing about family that I can't deal with is like, y'all have known me for X amount, 20, 26 years. Don't judge my character. I once was told by a family member that I was a bully, that I was a mean girl, that I was this. And I was, we were in New York. Actually, let's not say family member. It was my sister, okay? Me and my sister are a year apart. We're like a year and a few months apart. And she treats me like she's like three years older than me when she's really like a year older than me. And so me and her probably get in the worst arguments. What's the difference between one year and three years? Like, what's the difference? It's not, but to her, <laughs> she sees herself as a big sister. But okay. sometimes she falls short of being a big sister, and she sometimes is more immature than me. And so, are you really a big sister when you're one year older? I get that you're one year older. I don't think so. But you're to not me, really a because, big sister because when I was a senior in high school, like I was seventeen, she was eighteen. Yeah, you're taking care of me, and I'm like, bitch, like I'm a fuck in this house if I want to. Like, <laughs> so that's pretty much what. But no, I'm just no. This is like moving forward. We're saying like, my sister, we've always have tiffs because. I feel like she views me as a young sister that hasn't experienced anything. Or, but I haven't lived with my mother since I was, like, 18 years old. So, to me, it's like, I haven't been with my mother for X amount of times. Like, I've been on my own. Yeah. So, when me and my sister get in these arguments when we're adults, it hurts me a lot more because I look at my sister more of, like, a mother figure. Because my sister and me have always been thick. Like, we haven't been close, but we've always been close because we've had to be, you know? And so when she called me a bully and she said that nobody fucks with me and nobody likes me, it hurt my feelings more than if somebody else was to tell me that. Because I'm like, bitch, you know me. You've known me for 26 years. Why would you say that? So it's like, to me, it like translated to not only you are disrespecting me, you're like talking about my character when you've known me for 26 years. So for 26 years, you, you fucked felt with this me. way? You felt this way. And you thought, Secretly, yeah. And the thing is, she knows it's one of my biggest insecurities is how I feel about myself. It's not even like it was something brand new. It's like I've confided in her, cried on the phone with her and telling her that's my biggest insecurity is how I'm viewed when I know it's not how I am. So for you to throw it in my face, bitch, I'm ready to fight you. Period. Did you fight your sister? Nah, I tried to. I tried to many times. My mom stopped me. My man stopped me. My little sister stopped me. I actually wanted to fight my little sister too. Oh, I'd be trying to fight my family, y'all. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I think it's because if I love you so deeply and I feel like you hurt me so hard the only way i can get over it is fighting you like me ignoring you is not enough i gotta fight you <laughs> like i'm sorry it's crazy but that's my deal breaker when it comes to family <laughs> so do you have any um deal breakers when it comes to relationships uh relationship deal breakers are like nigga if you even do this like like that is true <laughs> for, for sammy <laughs> sammy cutting you off because you ain't you ain't like her picture on instagram <laughs> bitch i remember what she Sorry, y'all. This is a sign. I'm sorry. What did I do? <laughs> Me and Sammy was out one day, and we was just like, and the dude she was talking to currently called her, 
And then after we got off the phone, she was like telling me, she was like, yeah, because we weren't talking for a few days because I blew up on him because he didn't like my pictures on Instagram. <laughs> you know what? It was a lot of pictures he didn't like. And it's like, we've been talking for how long and you didn't like but, four or five of my pictures? But, no, I don't know. It's like social media is not that serious to me personally. It's not that serious. So it's like... Men don't, when they fucking you or when they know that you on they fucking line, they don't like your pictures. They don't. I think it's a purposely thing. They don't. Guys who I think fuck it, I think it's like on purpose. Pictures. I think it's on purpose. I don't think they, I think they don't want to be found. I don't know. I don't know what it is. They want to hide incognito. Like, like I feel like I they know. feel like, I, I think they feel like since they're already fucking you. You in real life, they don't have nothing, they don't have to work for you. I don't yeah. know. I don't know. I really don't know what the reason is. And the thing is, it doesn't bother me because guess what? I'll match your energy. I won't like your pictures either. So, I don't know. I just think that men don't want to be so, unless y'all are like official or y'all are like, you know, walking down the lane. I don't know what the fuck it is, but niggas, y'all got to keep up. Because <laughs> Sammy was mad. She okay. was like, she was like, who the fuck does he think he is? I posted three fine pictures, and I don't even post. It's because nope. I was on vacation. So if I'm on vacation and I'm posting pictures, niggas, you better like them motherfucking pictures. I remember. Okay. Honestly, one time, Sammy came in my car. This is when we first started becoming friends. Like, this is like when we were on the brink of being, like, either we were either just going to be friends or business, like, business associates. It was like. Business, you mean co, uh, co-workers? Co-host, whatever the fuck, whatever we were on the brink of. We were on the brink of something. But I remember she got in my car and she had glasses on. And I did not notice that they were new. She said, you're not going to say that these are nice glasses? I said, I don't usually see you in glasses. These are new glasses if you didn't know. I didn't know. Well, they're new. <laughs> Do you like them? I was like, they're cute. Okay, well, they're new. And I was like, I think they're nice. <laughs> and I was like, after after I got after she left, I was like, I said, oh, this bitch is a baby. I was like, I don't know if I can have a friendship with her. Because I said, I'm not going to notice these little details about her all the time. So I don't need her to get mad at me. <laughs> this is what I was thinking when you like you got mad. You snapped on me about not knowing if your glasses were new. Because you should have known, noticed my glasses were new. Like Sammy doesn't wear glasses, so how would I know? How would I know? I don't wear glasses, y'all. I wear glasses like once a month. So how would I know these glasses are new if I don't ever see you in glasses? <laughs> so I was just like, I went. And I told my man. I said, I don't know if I could do this shit. <laughs> I said, What's going on? I said, I said, Do I not pay attention to people like they should pay attention to me? Or like he said, Maybe they were new glasses. Maybe she should have said something. <laughs> I said, maybe I should just start complimenting everything. I said, if I see Sammy with a new nose ring, even if it's the same one, bitch, that shit's shining. <laughs> Say something. Say something. <laughs> Say something. But, like, okay, my deal biggest for men is if absolute any kind of disrespect is a red flag. If you call me a bitch, if you say anything crazy, yeah. if you say anything that's close to you maybe being an abusive nigga, mm-hmm. that is a red motherfucking flag. I will not talk to you anymore because I will not deal with abuse. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not dealing with a nigga with emotional abuse. I'm not yeah. dealing with physical abuse. I'm not dealing with mental abuse. You ain't going to abuse me any way, shape, or form. So, any kind of that is a red fucking flag. And I will run for the motherfucking hills and I will not look back. Never look back. Okay. Um, I would say that mine... Specifically, is inconsistency because niggas will, niggas will do so much to get you, even in relationships. Not even just when you're talking, yeah. they'll do so much to get you, and then when they get to a certain like peak, they're like, "I'm done." Yeah, I met you. I got her. I got you. Right. And I'm done. like, 
if you realize you got a bad, if you realize that what you got is what you got, you never stop working for it. Like when they always have that term of, you have to always keep dating your wife or keep yeah. dating your husband. You have to always date someone because people change every time. Like the same person I was when I was like probably 18 is not who I am now. People yeah. are always changing. So you have to keep dating this new person. And that's the beauty of dating. And that's also the hard part of dating because people are constantly always changing. You never really know how they're going to feel in the morning. That's why I remember when I was like, a man is always going to be a man, but a $100 bill is always going to be a $100 bill. That's the hard part is still doing what you were doing in the but, beginning of relationship. But I'm saying being inconsistent is a huge problem. Yeah. Um, another deal breaker for me is a lack of understanding. Like I said. This is still in a relationship, right? Yeah. Okay. And But I mean that translates to going to a friendship, so we can talk about friendships next. But Because with me... I'm sensitive. So once you understand that I'm sensitive. Ami is sensitive as fuck. I and am. I'm not very sensitive. At all. So, <laughs> and the thing is, people probably will look at us and think it's opposite. Because they'll probably yeah. think that I'm like the one that doesn't take shit. But no. When someone says something to me, I won't even register how it feels to me. And probably until like six or seven days later. Like honestly. Someone will say some shit to me and I'm like, okay bitch. To your face. But then I'll internally be like, really? Is that what people really look at me? Because once again, my biggest insecurity is how my character is viewed. Yeah. When I think, because they always say perception is reality. I think that I'm showing someone this side of me, but they're also they're they have something in their mind that's showing them something else. So I'm always subconsciously trying to go off of my subconscious and how I think I'm viewed. And so that's my biggest thing. So a lack of of understanding. If you don't understand the intent of what I'm doing or why I did it. It bothers me because being in a relationship with you, you spend a lot of time together. Y'all talk a lot. Y'all do a lot of unnecessary shit, you know, because relationships, even with friendships, it's just a lot of, you spend a lot of time together. Yeah. So these things you should like pick up on. Like I should pick up on the fact that you like compliments. I should pick up on that shit. Mm -hmm. Not even, not even if I know that like I in my, like compliments. but I'm saying I, I figure that out. <laughs> I figure that shit out. So I like try to drop a compliment every now and then to Sammy to let her know like you a bad bitch you out here doing the goddamn thing niggas don't know what the fuck they missing bitch you the motherfucking prize hello okay yes bad bitch but yeah so those are things that you have to pick up on when you're spending a lot of time with someone yeah so lack of understanding is my it's one of my deal breakers for friendships and for relationships and another thing for friendships that I do not like and I will not tolerate and I will cut you the fuck off is if you choose a man over your friendship. You know why? What if your friend, what if you're out with your girls and her man calls and she left to go be with her man? Is that true? I don't have a problem I don't have a problem with that. Why What if your friend, you're, you're out with your girls and they leave with a random nigga? That's a problem. That's a problem. Okay, no, I'm just saying for example because I have a friend that I'm really good friends with. We've been friends for like 5 years. And like, she's never had a boyfriend. And every single time, like, we've been friends, I've had a boyfriend. So I've been the one that's like, you know, I'm one of those people, like, I could have a boyfriend, but I could still have a life outside of a boyfriend. Some people have boyfriends. And, I, and that's kind of scary, because I feel like if you can't have a life out of your out of your boyfriend, you might need to rethink think the, the relationship. The relationship. <laughs> but she's never had a relationship outside of our, like, friendship. So every time she was talking to someone seriously, she would drop off, drop off the face of the earth. Like, I'll ask her to hang out. She wouldn't hang out with me. I'll ask her what she's doing. I'm with this dude. I'm like, let's go out. The one time she agrees to go out with me, she brings her nigga with him. Her. And I'm like... I'm like, no. I said, how weird is this shit? Because I'm like, it's like I'm trying to be friends with you. I'm your your man is cool and all, but that's not that's not who I'm trying it's to be friends with. It's not the same. It's not the same. Yeah. Because you know, 
like how I am with my friends, not who I'm with my friends and my man, because I'm a hood rat with my friends. When I am with my man, I'm a drunk hood rat, because you gonna take me home and take me away from all this hood rat shit. Exactly. Like, you gonna take me away from the hood rat shit that I'm gonna still be doing with my friends, but you a plus one, and you be like, nah, baby, you too drunk. Let's go home. But when I'm drunk with my friends, I'm gonna keep getting drunk. I'm gonna keep getting drunk. I'm gonna keep shaking my ass. I'm gonna keep shaking my ass. But when I'm with my man, I'm drunk, I'm drunk, I'm drunk. How you doing? Drunk, I'm drunk, I'm drunk. How you doing? But when I'm with my friends, I'm like, fuck how drunk I'm getting. Let's fall on the floor, bitch. Let's get drunk, drunk. Let's get drunk. (laughs) And she was one of those friends that when she's with someone exclusively, like, even when they're talking, not even they're like, that's her boyfriend. She, like, so honed in on them that it bothered me. Question. Do you think you should be remain, do you think you should be loyal during the talking stage? Yes and no. You think you should be loyal during the talking stage? I think you should be talking, you should be loyal to the talking stage if that is someone you see yourself really, like, fucking with. I mean, you don't have to tell him specifically because we're giving y'all free gems. Don't y'all ever fucking try to tell any bitch or act like y'all know this. But if you exclusively know that you will be with him outside of, like, this whole random talking shit, I think you could be. I'm not saying don't go on dates because if you're talking to someone, still go on dates. Still explore your options. But if you know that, like, because I honestly feel that you know within, like, three to four dates if this is someone you want to fuck with. Honestly, you do. I am the complete opposite. I, think I you don't know. think you should be loyal during the talking stage. I don't think you should know, you know, after a couple of dates. Because I'm the do. type of person is I people are like, why do you talk to someone after three months? You should know if you want to be together. Three months? I still don't know if I want to be with you. <laughs> like, I just know that I like you and we get along. But, nigga, if I want you to be my boyfriend, no, I don't know after three months. I know after, I don't like, think that you months. would. I don't think you would know, but I think you would know if you want to talk to him exclusively after three okay, months. Okay, yeah. I'm not saying. No, because, like, I think that me and my man, we were actually dating for, like, three months. We were dating for three months before we made it official. We yeah. did. And while we were talking, I was talking to someone else, but that was someone that was really not shit. He <laughs> wasn't shit. He wasn't. He was He was company. He was what he needed to be at the time. Right. So I was like, I was dating my man, but I was still dating him because I knew the guy that I was talking to before him wasn't, wasn't going shit. To, yeah. It wasn't shit, but I was just like, who I saw my man. I was like, my man was like, I saw potential. I saw promise. I saw... I saw something different than what I, and you see that in different people. Because if, even if you're talking to two different people, you compare. And yeah. you're like, this nigga makes effort to see me. This nigga makes effort to talk to me. This if, nigga makes effort. It's not saying that effort is enough, but it's like the energy you get with someone. You could tell, like, you could tell someone just want to fuck you. Definitely. You, exactly. Yeah. And once you fuck them, you'll be like, okay. Nothing right, else is after this. this is, nothing after this. I got what I want. You got what you want. We can go separate ways. But if you see someone with, like, actual substance and someone that you can appreciate, you're like, okay. I see this. And that's how it was with my man. Like, we were dating for three months. And when we first met, I always tell him, like, I didn't even like you. Like, I was just like, I like the free dates. Because I wasn't used to niggas taking me on dates. Because I've always been, I've always been the trick. Honestly. Niggas. <laughs> okay, side note. Side note. Honestly, no. I used to be a trick. I did. And you know what? I'm, And I think I'm glad that it happened. Because I've always, when I was in Iowa, I used to have boyfriends where they didn't have cars. They didn't have jobs. They didn't have any of that shit. I was the one with a car, a job, and everything. So I remember one time I had my boyfriend. Let me tell y'all. <clears throat> bitch. He's a bitch. I hope he's in jail somewhere because he went to jail a few motherfucking times. Okay. So what? I think it was like maybe 11th, 11th or senior year of high school. So he would drop me off at work. 
drop you off with your car. With my car. Drive around in my car. And I guess my battery died. He left my car on the opposite side of the town, I, the side of the town, you know, the east side, west side. He was left, he white? No. Okay. He wasn't. He was a hood nigga. Oh. He left my car in the hood. By his, he left the key in the car. I was like, no, this nigga didn't. No, this nigga didn't. And then when I caught up with him, because he wasn't answering my fucking phone calls because he had to pick me up from work. My friend had picked me up from work. She picked me up. We got. We went to my fucking car. He's in the house, right in front of the car, like the, where the car died. But he didn't answer my. Mind you, I was calling him. He didn't answer. He was in the house with another bitch. So I'm out with another bitch. With another bitch that didn't have a car. With another bitch. So I'm over here mad as fuck. I'm an 11th grader, okay, y'all. So to me, I'm just like. I was like, how the fuck did this shit happen to me? Da, 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 da. But I'm glad it happened to me when I was in 11th grade other than when I'm 26. Because <laughs> that's some fucking peasant shit. So I'm over here mad as fuck at this nigga that don't even got a car. So then I, that's when I real, I think that's what started my bad bitch shit. Like, when I realized niggas without cars, I'm like, you ain't about to play me, nigga. Like, you ain't, I'm not about to take you back. And guess what? Two weeks later, God got him because he went to jail. <laughs> he went to jail. And guess what? His bitch that he was hanging out with got a baby by another nigga that was actually his best friend. So, you know, good things happen. You are so happy that all this happened to him. He like, he got, went to jail. Because guess what? She got a baby on him with someone else. Because good things happen to good people. So keep being a good person. Like, even if the nigga you fucking with ain't shit, keep being a good person because that shit's going to pay off. Because That is hilarious. That is hilarious. But he... He was doing deal breakers before I even knew what my deal breakers were because, honestly, when I was younger, I was... A guy without a car is a deal breaker. I'm sorry. The thing is, when I was younger, I was insecure because when you're a dark-skinned black woman in the Midwest, which is predominantly white, everyone's going for snow bunnies with fat asses and X, Y, and Z. Yeah. So it, didn't, it took me coming to Houston to realize how bad of a bitch I was because in Iowa, I didn't have the same amount of confidence. And it's sad to say that because I've been the same person. Like I've been the same like character, but it was just never, I didn't, I didn't feel that. Yeah. I get that. Well, there was this uh, story on Twitter that I read and I love Twitter stories. Cause I, some wild shit that happens to other people. I'm just like, <laughs> how does this happen? So there's this girl, and she was uh, she met up with this guy, and they started another texting. bitch that hung out with another guy from Twitter. Yeah, well, I don't know if she hung up. I don't know where she met him from. I just know the story is on Twitter. Okay. So she uh, started talking to this guy, okay. and they had a plan. He asked her out on a date. Okay. So they had a plan to go somewhere, and he texted her, "When are you coming to my house? Because you need to pick me up." What? What? <laughs> And what? she was like, what? He was like, yeah, you need to pick me up. She was like, why did you ask me out on a date if you didn't have a car? <laughs> and he was like, I just expected you to pick me up. And I'm like, what kind of bitches is this nigga messing with? One, if you know you don't have a car. Why are you asking people on dates? Why are you asking people out on dates? Actually, those are the type of niggas that ask you on like a Netflix and chill date. But Why are you making plans on some? No, because their date was outside. They, he asked her, when he come to my house to come pick me up. So their date was for somewhere out. And I'm just like, 
you know you don't have a car. Why yeah. even plan on date? And why didn't you not tell her you didn't have a car? Because she didn't know he didn't have a car. So he told her she had to come pick him up. That's a great fun fact. <laughs> and I'm just like, you don't, you don't send that information out ahead of the date. Like, hey, should. I don't have a car. I think you should make, honestly, because not. That's a, a nigga with a car is that a deal breaker? Without a car. Without a car is a deal breaker. Um, <laughs> what is not a deal breaker is the guy without a job. I say that because some people yeah. are in between jobs because people lose their jobs at it. Because, bitch, I'm jobless right now. Let's be real. So I'm job. 16 million people lost their jobs. So at this point, I could be a deal breaker. But <laughs> Really, though? But So I don't say anyone in between jobs or the problem. My deal breaker would be someone that does not want a job and that is okay. Because I'm like, in this quarantine, I'm restless. I'm like, how are y'all niggas living off these bitches' couches without a job? Because literally the third day without working... I'm literally catching hives, like imaginary hives. Cause I'm just like, what, what, what do I need to be doing? Where, right. where do I need to be going? It's like, weird. It's really weird. It's awkward. Honestly, I want to know niggas who have secret girlfriends. How are y'all doing? <laughs> like, are you? They can't. They can't see them. <laughs> they can't. Cause you know, niggas love their girlfriends more than like the, more than they like their wives. They do. So it's like, damn, I know you miss your girlfriend. Shit, you can't see here during this quarantine. Because <laughs> you go, you might get stuck there, and you do not want to get stuck there. Like, if you get stuck at somebody's house during a rainstorm or, like, a snowstorm. Right. And you can't even tell your wife where you're going because you're not going to work. You're so not going to work. You're not you going to the grocery store for an hour? Like, like how are y'all feeling? Niggas with second girlfriends. Yeah, how are y'all feeling how right now? How are y'all now? feeling right now? Please drop a comic when we post this shit. Like, let us know. <laughs> I want to know how y'all doing this shit. Is your girlfriends okay with you not seeing her no more? Because honestly, maybe your girlfriends are getting annoyed at y'all because they probably got a boyfriend that they want to see too. That's what I'm saying. Like, nigga, you ain't seen me once during this court. Do your girlfriends know you have a wife? Damn, the niggas who girlfriends don't know they have a wife, how are y'all doing? Because the ones who do know can be like, all right, he's with his wife. But the ones who don't know are probably probably blowing. They probably like. (laughs) They probably blocked at this point. They probably blocked because oh, she, call, she called too much. She called too much for me. Like, nah, my kid's crying in the other room. Because we all know. Niggas ain't shit. Y'all. Question, is dick an essential item? Yes. How the fuck do you get through quarantine without getting fucked? Like, not saying that you need to get fucked every day, but, you know, if we ain't got shit to do... Like, I can't be productive all day. Can I please have some playtime? So dick is an essential item, lady. Yes. So driving to go get your dick is... It's essential. So essential. If, the, if the cops pull you over, bitch, tell them that it's an emergency. It's life or death. Because if you not have a sex during this quarantine, bitch, I don't know what upset you. Because there's, so ma- there's only so many shows you can watch. There's only so many snacks you can eat. There's only so many things you can do until you're ready for some dick. All I know is one time I went to the South Side to get some hair. And did you get some dick on the South Side too? No. Oh, okay, I just wanted to know. You no, like, I did not. That South Side I, dick I, make them hoes sick. <laughs> it do. But that's not what I went to the South Side for. I went to the South Side to get some hair. And I already had a story lined up for when I told the cop if they were going to pull me over. I was going to mm-hmm. tell them my husband, which I don't have, said I can't be ugly no more. <laughs> and I need to get my hair done before he leaves me. So look, that is a good life to get your to your essential dick. <laughs> Make something up. Are cops really stopping people? I don't know. No, I've seen I, don't, cops. I don't know. I don't know because you know I told you I've been running the streets. Yeah. <laughs> so they haven't pulled my ass over yet. So me neither. They know. I'm essential. I ride the streets all night and day. I'm essential. 
Ami thinks she's essential. I don't have she's to not. think. I am ambitious, bad, and bougie to Ray. I'm essential. To whom? To whom? Me, myself, and to, I. To, that's all I got to the, till the end. That's what I found I'm out. And ain't no need to cry. I'm going to be my own best friend. That's a really good thing, though, to want to be your own best friend. I'm telling you. I feel This is what I think. No, that was just Beyonce. That wasn't even them. But they were in the music video. Well, she had to help them out. But I feel every ounce of Beyonce and what she says. If Beyonce was a music genre, I would understand what she's saying because all her music hits my core. Like when I heard Lemonade, I swore I was getting cheated on. I Were was you resentful. actually getting cheated on? No. That's the thing. It's, it's funny how Beyonce convinced, convinced us to leave our man. She sure made me want to get in formation, bitch. She Why wanted me, she still had a man? Why, why is she telling still, me to leave my man if you still got a man, bitch? Bitch, I was going to do it. I, um, Beyonce told what? me to leave my man, and I said, yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. According to the Beehive, you're due to leave your nigga, like, right now. <laughs> get a bottle of wine and vibrator and get the fuck out. Okay. Because when she was like, hold up, ain't no lying. I love you. I I felt that shit. And I said, ooh. And I said, every song on that album. And she ain't came out with an album since. Lemonade was your last album? Yeah, that was her last album. That album hit. And the thing, it was a, and the thing, I think it was because it was a visual album. I was sitting in my fucking apartment on Showtime. Because Showtime showed that shit for free. I'm watching that shit like, what the fuck did this bitch just put me through? It's just like, visually, everything was hitting. Like, every word that she said was feeling it. I don't know. Something about Beyonce voodoo. I don't know what the fuck she's saying. Who knows? But it does what it needs to do for me. So I appreciate it. Beyonce does what she needs to do for everybody in their soul. But anyways, y'all. It's time to come to an end to the show. Goodbye for now. Take you, my friend. What? That just brought up like a memory from. Until we meet again. Wow. That brought up a memory from a long time ago. I haven't seen that show in years. I love that song. That was in the box. It was like an Asian girl and a black and guy. And a black guy with yeah, locks. Yeah, with locks. Locks. I know, locks. I know the color locks it's been now. great to laugh and sing together. Sip and spill. Sip and spill. And now it's time to, to say end. goodbye. Goodbye. So long. Farewell to you, my friends. Goodbye for now. Until we meet again. <laughs> Next week, Monday, y'all. We'll see so y'all again. So with that being said, <laughs> like, us, subscribe. Uh, Leave us some fucking reviews. Let us know. Do you fuck with us or not? Do you fuck with us or not? <laughs> Do you fuck with the sip and spill girls? Do you fuck with the sip and spill girls? Some of y'all really do fuck with us though, cause I be, y'all be leaving comments under our leaving pictures. comments on every fucking picture. It'll be a meme. Y'all still leaving comments, and I'm just like, so I appreciate it. I, I fuck appreciate with it. y'all. Y'all do who fuck with us. Please continue to fuck with us and tell your friends to fuck with us and tell your friends cousin to fuck with us and tell your friends siblings to fuck with us and let y'all know to fuck with the sip and spill bitches. Okay, all real right. hood shit in this bitch. Okay. All right, all right. Thank you guys. Bye. <laughs> Thank you.